Hey there, I'm Nate McNeil, one of the elders here at JVC, and this is week five of our discipleship module on the Kingdom of God. And this week, we're exploring the day-to-day -day practices of a kingdom-oriented life. In this video, we'll be looking at how citizens in the Kingdom of God handle money and wield power. So to start, we want to take a look at a passage of Scripture well-known by many people, and this is Psalms 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What an amazing passage of Scripture. In our culture, the prevailing attitude towards money is not one of plenty, but of scarcity. We are told that we don't have enough and that we will never have enough unless somehow we hit the proverbial jackpot. We are told that to be human is to lack what we need to be happy. But this is not the message we are given in this passage. We are not given this message as citizens of the kingdom. Instead, we are told that in Christ, we have everything we are need, that we need. We are told that God is good and will provide abundantly for our needs and even some of our wants. So when it comes to the Christian practices related to money and power, it is crucial to understand that they are informed by the abundance of God's provision for his people, that he is indeed the good shepherd So the practices then. Hands down, the best way to combat our culture's mindset of scarcity is to practice gratitude. When we come face to face with a God who is so gracious, who has so graciously and generously given us so many good things, it is only right to be grateful. But we are so bent towards seeing our lives through the lens of lack and want that we often don't take the time to stop and just give thanks for what we have. Practicing gratitude can be as simple as being intentional to genuinely give thanks for a meal, for the hands that harvested it, and for those that prepared it. But it could also be a special time that is set aside weekly or monthly where you literally count your blessings. And this might sound a bit corny, but it really does have the power to change the way that you see your life and your place in God's kingdom. So now we come to another passage of scripture. This is Matthew 6, 19 through 21. Jesus says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. 
For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So then as kingdom people, we are called here by Jesus to think very different, differently about what we do with our resources. If we stop at gratitude, we are not getting to this place that Jesus is describing. A kingdom not of this world, full of treasures that we have stored up there. Gratitude alone does not get us there. So having come into an understanding of the abundant nature of God's love and provision for his people, you are now freed from the bondage of scarcity through gratitude and can begin to move outward in generosity. A practice of generosity can take many forms, but what each of them have in common is that you are using something that you have to bless someone else in an abundant way. This could be time or influence or money. But what we do know is that in times of scarcity, these would be things that you would withhold or even hoard. But now we are free to give whatever we have to bless those around us. Wherever you find that you have something that someone else would benefit from, you have an opportunity to be generous and to give it to them. The next practice we're going to look at is one that is not very popular in our world, but is one that helps to reinforce our practices of gratitude and generosity. And that is the practice of frugality. Simply defined, frugality is living below your means so that you are better able to be generous with what you have. When we have been freed from a world of lack and are living in the abundance of God's provision, we begin to learn that much of what we have accumulated just isn't worth a whole lot. Being satisfied with what God supplies means that all this stuff doesn't really have much value and it certainly won't make us more happy. And having that attitude with our things really does give us the freedom then to reach out to others in generosity and to have an attitude towards God of gratitude. Being satisfied with what God supplies means that all this stuff doesn't really have much value and it certainly won't make us more happy. When we engage in these practices on a regular basis, practices of gratitude and generosity and frugality, we are showing that our allegiance is given to a king who provides abundantly for the citizens of his kingdom. With Christ as our king, we are free to give just as he has given.